Hi everybody, this is the Mindlink Frequency. I'm here with Michael Clausen, and we're going to talk about uh, music improv and vocalization, uh, some dance and movement improv. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like that little move you put in there for the dance. <laughs> Gotta get that movement. Yeah. Gotta get that movement. Life um, is movement, right? Oh, it, it really is. is. And you got all the equipment here for, for some movement, for sure. You got some hand drums. And... I'm so happy to have this room now, like, dedicated, right? A dedicated space to, like, the joy of jamming with people. Yeah. Because it feels like it's such a central part of what makes me feel alive and vital. Mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. in that way like juicy kind of alive more yeah, than just oh I'm going through the routine here's another day groundhog day clock in, clock out. yeah fucking <laughs> clock out oh my god I don't think I've ever been meant for that kind of living no no I mean I can understand that I, I, I don't always like I go back and forth with it you know I, I do like I like the consistency but at the same time mm -hmm. um, I'm just like yeah. oh you know I totally forgot something yeah okay. it's okay there we go one move, <laughs> but yeah, um, God, you got you got a lot of instruments here. You got um, what, what are these hand drums here? Man, uh, well, let's see. I mean, I got a conga drum that I've had for years and years and years. Uh, Very nice. You know, they come usually in a pair or even a trio. This I think is the deeper one. Uh, it's not on a stand too. right now. And uh, God, I just got this one repaired the other day. The head is a goat skin. Oh, wow. Should I pull it in front of you? Sure, yeah, definitely, yeah. Just like, okay. Yeah, let's we'll get a little visualization for it. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a beauty. I love this. This is yeah, hand-carved nice. log from Ghana. Wow, the, all the way from Africa. Yeah, all the way from Africa. This is quite like something. A, somebody put a lot of work in it. Yeah, you can see the, uh, the, the grooves where yeah. I guess they used the um, chisel or what was yeah, that? Yeah, I, I guess it would be like a... A chisel or something to carve it out. I mean, hollow it. Yeah, I mean that's like a lot of work. That's quite Holy somehow. Cow. And that's very and beautiful, uh, you know, intricate work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they use a goat, goat head, goat skin head on top. Oh, very it's nice. Got it really nice. always with percussion. Oh, really? So, so I you, use you my ring ring as a percussion instrument. That's very cool. So far, it seems to be surviving. What's your favorite sound that comes with using that uh, as, as a piece? I just like the, uh, I like that, that really high piercing kind of sound versus the ringing yeah. tones, you know? Yeah. It's just a nice accent, I guess. Oh, I nice kind of use it with everything. That's Unless cool. it can't be beaten up on by gold or something, but gold's pretty soft now, so it doesn't seem to hurt. Yeah, very resilient. And, it's a nice ring. And I think the ring just sort of, for me, like if this was a perfect ring, it wouldn't symbolize what life feels like, because I've never yes. had a perfect life. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ooh, like, I've never had a perfect life, so oh I like God. it a little scratched up, a little dented, you know, yeah, you gotta show still that, hanging in there. That doing things, that, that real living. Living. Yeah. Getting, getting a few scars on the way, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of part of the, the process. Uh, I kind of like my wedding ring reflecting the uh, the nature of what feels right. like life, where just, you know, you get bruised, you get bumped. It's not about keeping it all together all the time, it's about like falling down and then Whoa, okay, didn't expect that. I guess I better get back up and <laughs> that's just take some while. deep breaths and uh, move forward from yes, here. Sir. Whatever. Like we were talking before about, you know, you come in and 
you're kind of in life. It's kind of philosophical, but you dealt kind of some kind of hand. You know, you don't pick. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, you don't pick where you land on the planet. I would agree. You know, and you don't pick your parents. Some people say you do, but you know, yeah, maybe. So maybe. many interesting philosophies with that too. Yeah, totally. you know, it's like, is it the stork? Is it Yahweh? Is it God? Is it um, you know uh, Allah or whatever? You know, yeah. so all these different these ideas. Oh God, yeah, um, go all over the place with that one. Yeah, no, but you can so, definitely go miles. Yeah, so this is like there's there's enough little options. Kalimba, this oh, is like got a pickup on it too. So you oh can, yeah, I can uh, see the, the direct you input can amp there. And then you, I'm, I haven't experimented with this yet, but it's very beautiful finish on pickup. that. I know it's a pretty one. Yeah, and it's like you. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I could probably put this through, uh, you know, a laptop or something. Oh, and maybe yeah, most distort it, mess around with the sound, yeah. you know, so it was other kind of things. That's some writing on the, on the face of it, too, huh? Musica. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> musica, musica, musica. Oh, that's such a nice sound to it. Yeah, it's a sweet Very, little... Very, a lot of resonance there. Sweet little ring to it. So where do you get that? Uh... I got it on Amazon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Where they got it, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Probably man. stole it from somebody and, <laughs> and they're raping the entire planet. Oh, but God. hey, yeah, you know, you can't resist true. sometimes. It's like, oh man, I could just have that sent to my door. I know, it's it's so it's, it's so crazy because it's like we we we're like it's it's like, oh, I don't want to support this this capitalism. You know, I for me personally I do like capitalism to an extent, but then like you can see the abuses of it and you're like, oh my goodness, this is it's terrible, but at the same time, it's like, but I, mean, yeah. I can benefit from it. At the same time, it's so... And we're, it's our culture. Our culture is built on this oh, capitalism God. thing, you know, and... Yes. Of yes. course, there's, we, you, people could talk for days about whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it yeah. is the thing we got going. Again, it's the hand we're dealt. We're living in this capitalist system. Very much how so. Do you, very, how do you maintain so. sort of your personal integrity and your values and at the same time, you know not just go off to some shack in the woods by yourself. Yeah, your own hermitude. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've got, uh, I'm a psychotherapist too, as you know, so I've yeah. got some clients that I've and seen for a long life. time that talk about, yeah, I just want to, I just want to go live in a shack in the woods, man. <laughs> just, yeah, just let me get out here. Yeah, people are too crazy, you know, it doesn't make any <laughs> I sense. Hear that, though. It doesn't make any sense, what's going on, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I totally relate. Like, yeah, I know, I know. It's a, it's a wild world, for sure. It's a wild world. But that's one of the things I like about improv. Here you are. You can come together as a group of people with more of a conscious intention, right? It's not just sort of a random thing. You come together and say, let's, let's like uh, play off of each other. Yeah. Let's just sort of yeah. start something and see where the process maybe wants to go mm -hmm. and not be too controlling of it. Try to let go of control a little bit. And you don't know where it's gonna collectively end yeah, up. Right? There's so many different avenues, so many, yeah, yeah, yeah. many beautiful things. And that's the surprise. That's the surprise of it. And I and I love that because I think of uh, it opens up a whole. I'm really thinking about groups and mm -hmm. group mm -hmm. dynamics. You know, what does it mean to be part of a a group, a tribe, a community, a family? Oh, yeah. Right. We're all oh, born wow, into yeah. these. That groups. is a big question, actually. It is. So what uh, brought you to that line of thought? Like just like you're just looking around and, and jamming with people and making music and doing you know working doing your thing, or was there some other catalyst that brought you to thinking about? That's a great question. Well, I think I think I was born into a family group in this country in this 
time period of the last 70 years or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And um, my family group, I would say, I was born into was very dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. Both my parents were alcoholics. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's very intense to grow up it's with it as a child. It's intense to grow up with that. So they that. didn't make any sense sometimes to me. Mm -hmm. and, and I think they were me medicating because whatever they were born into Their didn't experience. quite make sense to them or whatever and mm -hmm. their way of dealing with it unfortunately was like a lot of people do Damaging. the pain was like well let's just dull the pain yes. as a way to survive right yeah. they were on survival mode Fair so I was born it. into that and I think I was born in with a certain level of sensitivity I would say I think I was intrinsic and just my character or something that I was like I picked up on a lot of stuff very empathetic, very, yeah. very feeling, mirror Yeah, and, and it's rough to be sensitive and born into a dysfunctional, fucked up system. I can't even Cause like, imagine. Because you're going, this is I like, can how, do you, imagine, actually, how yeah. do you process all that? How do you make sense of all that? Why are they acting this way? And then they seem like different people when they're like that. Bipolar, flipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it kind of set me up to go, wow, what is it? It made me ask a lot of questions because I just couldn't cruise along happy and happy go lucky. Everything's fine. I don't have to worry about it. Just do what everybody else does because it works. <laughs> it was like clear. This doesn't work, man. Something's fucked up. Yeah, and something's really set me on a path to like figure out what is that? You know, what's not fucked up look like? For one, yeah, well, that's a big question. What's, what's not normalcy? Right? Or not even normalcy because I think normalcy is fucked up. I think normal yeah. equals fucked up. That's actually much. interesting. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, because a lot of people do push themselves into normal, and it's like not functional. It's it's dysfunctional. Yeah, because they'll deny certain things. And is that kind of the reason you got into psychotherapy? Because because oh, of this dysfunction. Yeah, totally. Okay, I'm sure. Because I was a guy who was then kind of on a mission to understand myself my family, why it was the way it was. Mm -hmm. um, then as I got into the bigger world and then you're like in other groups, and this is where the whole group thing is fascinating to me because mm -hmm. I think I felt like, in my family, I think I felt like, kind of like, almost like an outsider. Like I would observe my family and go, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like we should be talking about something we're not ever talking about. You know, like kind of like there's alcoholic secrets and stuff. You know, they, you kind of, there's a reality you don't acknowledge. Left often unsaid. That's, yeah, left unsaid. Okay. And okay. it's part of the, it's part of maybe the, uh, the the unwritten rules sometimes is like we don't talk about the fact that mm, this happened. Because we're normal. normal, right? We want to be normal. Yeah, yeah. And we want other people to think we're normal. Yes. And I grew oh, up in yeah, a family yes. where it was really important to convince the world we were normal. Even though I think in the inside we all felt like we're not normal. We don't really fucked up. We're really fucked up or something. Yeah, something's wrong here. Right. It was that vague something's wrong here. Wow. That's, so, that's an intense so it was childhood. a whole uh, philosophy my father taught me, you just fake it. Fake just it son, mentioned. fake it fake it through life, otherwise you'll be a target. He literally told me, It's a dog eat dog world, that was his wow. approach. It's a vicious world. Just pump yourself up, look big and bad. Be imposing. Deepen your voice, shake your hand, shake people's hands hard, and mm -hmm. just if you're if you're in pain, do not let anybody see that pain, right? Hold it inside. Hold it inside, make it a secret pain, and then they won't target you. They won't rip your throat out or something, right? 
I mean, there's some truth. There is some truth in that. I would say, but, but, oh fuck yeah! Okay. But, yeah anything goes. Okay. Yeah, this is very true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, no, adult no, content. <laughs> adult content, everybody. This is the modern link frequency. That's right. That's right. Children, um, run away. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 uh, don't watch this. Uh, if if you're a parent, you know, make make your kids go in another room. <laughs> Um, but yeah, wow, that, that does sound like a very... I think that sent me on a whole quest to figure out, and, and it's been a good quest. Yeah, yeah. Like, what does it mean to be human? How do we create something that uh, really supports you to be your complete and whole true self, right? Because mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that whole family system I was in was supporting us to be false selves, to be have a Absolutely. facade, yeah. pretend, yeah. act normal, even though you don't feel like feel it. that way. And certainly, if you have feelings like sadness, fear... Squirrel them away. Squirrel them away, baby. Just just wow. put on a big plaster, big, plaster, big smile on your face. That is, that's not something that a kid should have to deal with. Uh, Hi, everyone. It's great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? How are you doing, Rachel? Are you great? I'm great. You too. It's it's so wild though, because so many so many people, you know, in their youth do have to deal with that, and still, you know, and it's not talked about that much, despite the amount of uh, oh, psychiatry and psychotherapy there is. No shit. I'm sure you've had plenty of clients that have come up with, you know, come in with with plenty of fucked up, you know, family dysfunctions oh, and things like that, and they're trying to deal with it. That's I don't think I have any clients practice. that come in that didn't have a certain amount of fucked up family dysfunction. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. My perspective might be a bit skewed. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I've ever run into a human being who didn't have a fucked up family. I'd say so. I mean, I think <laughs> I mean to a certain extent. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, a, there's, there's a whole no range, way. right? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, no way but, to be perfect. Like, yeah, not perfect. Yeah, there's no perfect. We don't even, we're just these humans trying to do our best to figure out what makes sense, man. Life, just How do you support a child to grow up and have oh. a good life? You know, what do you. What's the right what's, move? What's yeah. the right move? There's toxins everywhere. There's toxic behavior. I mean, it's like so many different little things that you have to raise. So many right. things you have to There's racism and injustice mm-hmm. and uh, misogyny. And mm-hmm. now, uh, not to be too political. Oh, but, go ahead. You but, know, we've got a president who represents all that shit. The all Cheeto the way. man. Oh, man. He's just so out there with it. It's which interesting is just a beautiful thing in a way yeah. because it's not hidden. He can't hide it, right? We have a president who can't pretend to be normal. No, no, he can't. Other presidents, even Nixon, in my day, I remember Nixon, he kind of looked normal, and then you found out that man was fucked up. Crazy guy. Crazy fucked up. At least we have a president who can't even look normal for like 10 minutes, man. It's just too much of a stretch. Uh, it's too silly. <laughs> well, I mean, he was, he was a, a reality TV show guy yeah, for yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, I knew him as that. And when, when he ran for president, I was like, this is... This is some unreal, this is some wild shit. You know, I did not even, because like, oh, when, when we were sitting there, the right? yeah, and we're you know, waiting, and I didn't expect that. I was like, that's not going to happen. There no, there's no way that the uh, the powers that be, the conspiracy, will let that happen. And then I'm like, wow, okay. And it's very interesting. I don't know what that means. Do not. Yeah, Mr. Cheeto, man. Oh, God. Yeah, and like, people were even, uh, I think a lot of people didn't want to say that they were going to vote for Trump. Because they felt bad about it almost, right? Yeah, they felt like, oh, they God, did. I'm going to vote for Trump. I can't tell my neighbors that, you know? I almost did And then vote. suddenly, more people voted for him than we ever thought was. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people did. Um, and, and I had a couple friends that were very proud of it. You know, and I, I'm not like, I'm not ashamed for that. And I don't think that, you know, America is about 
doing what we wanted to do, but I was very surprised. Like, I had um, one of my female friends, and, and she was just posting a lot of stuff, and I was like, wow, that's, uh, that's very interesting that, that you're doing that, you know. Uh, posting that pro-Trump stuff. Yeah, we were women for Trump, and I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that was your, your philosophy, and that's... You know, was that before or after, like, the before. recordings of him, like, saying, I can grab pussy anytime oh, it was I want? After, it was after, yeah. So, isn't that weird to you? It Doesn't is. that make sense? Like, women for Trump who likes to kill and just, uh, not kill, but, like, you know, take women's body parts for his own as if they're little objects for his pleasure. I mean, for that what? one, that is, in, yeah, what? it is kind of interesting. It's, 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 a, it's a whole, it is, it's a deep rabbit hole. But, yeah, on, on the surface level, it is kind of nasty. It's like, you don't, you don't want to talk like that. But then you go into the thing, it's like, well, how do people talk in private? I, I mean, I don't even know that much about what happened with that. But well, that's that a, whole thing, the private self versus the public self. You yeah, know? exactly. The, like, how big a gap do you want as mm -hmm. a human being between what is that difference? who you are in private and who you are in public? Mm -hmm. And for me, the bigger the gap, the crazier I feel, right? Well, yeah, you want to be in line with who you are, right? And yeah, drunk, not in line with who he is. I mean, at least that's, that's what it seems... Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know this person at all. I just have seen what I've seen on the TV and such. But yeah, it does not seem like he's, he's in line with his, uh, with his personality, that's for sure. Um, so, you have quite a lot of instruments here. You have, you have uh, an yeah. amplifier, you have this um, metal drum over here, you got some... Oh, you have a projector, too. Wow. Oh, I have a couple of projectors in here from, uh, from some... Uh... Um, some uh, dance work that I did last summer with my uh, oh, I would love to get into my that. dance partner Jamian. Mm -hmm. Jamian, we awesome. did yeah, you know Jamian. We did a piece yeah. together, three yeah, of us, right? That yeah. was really fun. It was yeah. like on a jam session, and we and even like we we recorded together like those lines from Psychotherapy, you know? Yes, like, was, yeah, it was weird, very, very like, cool. And that was like the beginning of my audio engineering stuff. So right it was it was such a blessing right to have you guys come through and, and just. But you know, interact with that and, and help me with that. And yeah. It was fun recording you guys and just like seeing the, um, cause it, right, so that performance. What was it called again? The one, the one that I came through to record. Yes. What was it called again? I can almost think of it. It was called. Oh man, I can't think of it right now. Uh, well, uh, it, we could later. we could link link it into the description. Yeah, right, it's online. Right. And, it was a good name too. I can't quite remember what it was. Very interesting with the with the sheets. I really liked what you were doing with with the sheet and using your hands and your. I think you used your head and your face a little bit, um, underneath the. Yeah, sheet. we had this kind of stretchy fabric stuff. Yeah. So we could kind of create shapes by pushing the different body parts through. You know. And that I thought was kind of like this so amazing. Kind of makes it a little more like a, a people in the audience kind of like can use their imagination and throw it on there because it's, it's less. On. It's like less data is coming in, and it's more like kind of mm. abstract, and so, yeah. you know, it's almost like a, what do they call those in psycho psychology? A Rorschach? Oh yeah, the, the thing yeah. where you kind of go, oh, it looks like a butterfly. I don't know. Let the audience interpret. And then you know they say in the psychology world, when you interpret something that's kind of what would be the word? It's like a little. Uh, it's not. It's not clearly defined. It's got some obscure. It's got some mystery to it, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And there's room for you to project your own stuff on it. Yeah. Then they say, "Oh, now we'll take that. You saw a butterfly, but you saw like a witch. So we'll make some interpretation about what's going on inside of you based uh -huh. on what you perceive." All of your fucked upness inside. <laughs> <laughs> or 
whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're all, like, yeah, all, all the these weird players, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that yeah, I really like that performance. I, I haven't. I don't think I've come to any of uh, y'all's uh, other performances. You you have done more, right? You know, we uh, just did one last summer that was based uh, on on originally it was the idea of uh, there was a lot going on about boat people. Uh, you know, people, refugees that were getting, oh, like, okay. uh, trying to FOB. take boats, like, especially, I think, from North Africa across to Southern Europe, there was a lot going on there where people were ending up overloading boats, or, like, nefarious Scott people would say, we're going to get you across, and then they'd overload Coyotes. the boat and dump them or whatever in the middle of the water, you know, they didn't care that for their lives very much, there was a lot of rescuing of people out of, you know, uh, the ocean, and wow. the people desperate to find a better life, right? To find a... Yeah, they want that, um, that Western or whatever, you know, they want that, that, you know, away from the warlords of their country. Or yeah, just away on. from the amount of oppression, maybe, that they're mm -hmm. experiencing mm -hmm. from the outside, right? Yeah, because culture, I mean, like, like we were talking about earlier, like, families can be fucked up, and then your culture, on top of that, making your family fucked up, I mean, it's just, it's a ridiculous, uh, I, I don't mean, it's not really a cycle, it's, it's, it's a system. being human. I yes. think it's a real challenging thing. I look at my cat sometimes and think, yeah, you guys got it good. You better, you won't appreciate that cat. But I, 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 I do. Like, man, you're lucky that we're really nice to you and you just come up and then we scratch your head. And it's like, life is good, man. So you, have to, you just have to capitulate just a tiny bit yeah. and you have all your, your needs taken care of. That's right. Maslow's hierarchy. That's right. Be good. The hierarchy's not too high with a cat. It's like kind of a flat thing. But we got all different levels, right? That's what Maslow's thing is. We, survival level and then there's all these I can't remember all the specifics but as you mentioned it's like all that stuff kind of a, with the top what being like self-actualization or something yes like I think right? that is what it is yeah. right yeah, yeah. I, I don't know very much about it but I've heard it you know used here yeah. in what's your imagination say when you hear self-actualization what do you imagine that looks like or feels like right I yeah that's that's I mean for me personally I would say it's 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 a very self-aware state where you're like okay I understand why I'm doing these things, these subconscious things, like maybe like why am I scratching my face when I talk to this person, you know, just weird stuff like that. And, and you're like, oh, that is why I'm doing that. And then you kind of get more control, but I, I don't know, what, what would you say? It's, a, it's an interesting question. It's a very wide open question. It's like a Rorschach blot or something. Who, what do you interpret as self-actualization? I, I, you know, I tend to think, here's my thing, because I, I think about this a lot, being both a psychotherapist and an improviser. So I get to I get to interact with people in a co-creative way. Yeah. That's what I think is the essence of both of those things. When I'm doing therapy with somebody, we're together. If you were my client, we'd have a conversation that we both create together. And neither of us knows where it's supposed to go, which is very similar to if you're going to improvise with somebody. Yes. Different than well, we have this piece of music, and I'm going to read these notes, and we know how it ends. And if, you know if we did it right or we did it wrong, you know. But if Very you're improvising, it's like, okay, we're saying, we're just going to see what's going to emerge and are we tuned in enough in the moment to like go, hey, this really cool thing started to happen. Let's, let's go with that, you know. It's very similar to what I do conversationally with clients. It's a dialogue between the two of us and, and the version I do of therapy is a very... Uh, it's not just talking head stuff. 
So it's not just left hemisphere. Okay, okay. Not, it's not, really an embodied. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, we're really trying, because my belief is the healing process, and this is part of the self-actualization mm -hmm. question, I guess. Part of self-actualization, I guess, would be that you're, this idea of healing from past traumas or, um, yeah, like trauma. How does trauma prevent us from being present in our lives? How does it inhibit the number of choices we have? How does it uh, influence, like, what kind of lens we see the world through? Like, my father, dog-eat-dog -dog world out there, dude. Yeah, That's yeah. his lens, right? So what kind of life do you have when you think the world is just dog-eating dogs? Yeah. Very scary, white, very scary. White, freeze, get fucked. Yeah, yeah. Just totally. Just Win or lose, shit. you either tear their throat out of their tear your throat out, that's the two options. That's very limiting stuff, right? Yeah. yeah so my self-actualization idea is that we can see, we can start to see as many of like our own prejudices, our own lenses, our own stories that we have in our head about what does this mean, what does that mean, and we can have a little bit more of like this witnessing capacity to ourselves and go, well, that's just a story. Dog eat dog is just, that's a story. It's a three word story. It's pretty short. Mm. It's not very complex. No, it's not. It's really simple. It's very simple. It's, it's very so fucking sparky. simple. <laughs> I don't know how you get a shorter story than three words. You know, dog eat dog. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Done. Period. That's it. That's the whole story. But I look for that possibility of like, oh, well, that's just one story. What if I set aside the I story? What do I feel? What do I hear? I get try to get people in touch with like so what's the side. data flowing through their body, their whole embodied mm. self, right? Oh, you're still hurting right now. That's interesting. We were just talking about mm, your mother or your uh, spouse or whatever, and your stomach started to hurt. Let's. That's an interesting that's emergent good. piece of data. Let's just kind of flow with that. Yeah. So yeah. there's where I think psychotherapy, healing, and improvisation kind of has some common ground. Let's be open to what uh, comes up that we didn't plan on, right? Exactly, yeah. Very, very just, just go with the flow, very free form. Um, and I think that is important, like you were saying, with the right hemisphere or, or you know, subconscious or whatever, because dreams, all that stuff, it, it does come out in ways that, you know, we don't, we have a script in our head and we're like, this is, this is how I'm going to present myself to the world, this is what I'm doing, and... Um, yeah. When you kind of open up and get more vulnerable, more vulnerable. Yeah, that's you, a key you, piece, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm sure that. with therapy, like you, you know, you get a lot of vulnerability going on. I think even people coming into therapy know that it's going to require uh, some vulnerability. A few people show up once in a while thinking, "Give me the strategy to control the universe," <laughs> and I'm like, "Sorry, I didn't. If I had that, I'd you know, probably I'd be winning. I just everything. write a book and you'd be buying it, yeah. and I'd be like sitting in my tower, like." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in control of the but I don't think we have that. Wizard, Wizard of the Oz. Not very self-actualized to want to control the universe, really. No. I think it's more oh, like okay. I'm one of these particles bouncing around in the universe, and uh, you know, how do I, how do I, be vulnerable? How do I? Am I courageous enough to be willing, like my father was, right? Because he was on survival mode. Yeah. Am I courageous enough to be willing to say, man, I have no idea you know, what that means, or, hey, I'm feeling this, and I don't even, you know, part of me, I don't want to talk about it, because uh, I'm not sure where this is going to go, you know, and maybe 
this gets me eaten as one of the dogs or something, you know, but I'm going to take a chance that maybe it isn't a dog-eat-dog world for a minute. I'm going to set that aside. It takes bravery, too. I mean, to to be able to put yourself out there in in, in such a way um, with anybody, because... I, you know, some people are dicks. Like there are just people that are assholes, and they're in that survival mode, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this, this person." <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But but then at the same time, there's so many people out there that are willing to do that, and I I, I do like that, and I, I try to always do that too, and I, I've always appreciated that about you. You know, we've been able to always just kind of connect. Um, you know, from from when I was uh, 13, and we all went on that uh, that river rafting thing. It was, mm-hmm. it was such an amazing experience to be with all these older men and and learn, you know, how, how you don't have to be, you know, some gun ho like dude. It was just like, hey, we're out here in nature. It's amazing. And, and you know, cap- camping trips we've gone. On. <laughs> Remember that one um, where we had to we had to, I think oh, yeah, yeah. you, me, and Walter uh, had to leave because the tent was like blowing over into the yeah, water. Yeah, like a windstorm or something going yeah. on. Yeah, and then we were like uh, walking, oh my god. Oh, walking walk into the woods like it was getting dark and mm-hmm. we're like hustling to make sure that we, we don't start bumping it. into trees. Yeah. And <laughs> oh my goodness. But we had some really amazing yeah. talks and I mean that's the thing, like people that aren't willing to be vulnerable they will never get these experiences and it's, it's like they're robbing themselves and it's very sad, it is, yeah. um, but that's on them I guess, right? Well, yeah, totally. I mean, there is that, that element of just kind of personal choice. But I do think that's also why I have a lot of enthusiasm for, like, engaging people in conscious group activity, where mm-hmm. we say, we are going to, let's try just seeing what we co-create together. There's that yes. co-creation piece. Yeah. That's so, right now, that is a really alive concept for me. How do we co-create something interesting together? Mm-hmm. that none of us has the plan already in our head. We might have some plan, but you know, our willingness to let go of the plan when reality steps up. Yeah. I think that's part of what makes somebody more sane is they don't have like this rigid uh, like, no, this is the way things have to go. This is a good way. You get tight. This is a good way. This is a bad way. We're going to do the good way. Very, very, yeah, very black and white, which obviously does not reflect. Zeros and ones, right? Yeah, very binary. Very binary. And I just don't think the universe is really binary. I think we make up binary. It's a spectrum. There is a one here and there's a zero, but in between, like, you know how, like, infinite. Things, yeah, and zero and one. Right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally, in, in half, it is yeah. infinite. It's, yeah. and it's quite amazing. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah, it is a beautiful thing. So yeah. I think that's the kind of space where improvisation happens, is where you kind of open yourself to this whole spectrum, yeah. and you don't say, oh, well, what we're doing now is really bad. You know, or if, if you hear that part of you, or that feeling comes up, gee, I think this is really sucks what we're doing right now. Like, I have that experience sometimes where I think, yeah, this isn't quite what I want it to be. And then I have to kind of just like course, I just kind of have to go take a deep breath. <sighs> okay, I don't know what this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I can have my opinions, but I'm going to just be open. What is happening? Oh, maybe we're going through a part in a jam where the rhythm is getting a little uh, disorganized. Mm-hmm. But that could just be a natural process. It's going to lead us to something else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let's just be open to that process, that emergent process. So yeah. it's being open to emergent, sort of emergent... Yes. That's a good keyword for Qualities, that. emergent properties, emergent... The, you know, uh, 
there's some people that call it sort of the third body or something. Mm, you know, like there's you, there's me, and then if we are talking, like we neither of us knew where this was going in our conversation, yeah, exactly. but there's a kind of a third body that emerges that just has its own rhythm and it has its own destination. It's drawn from us and we're creating yeah, it. Yeah, co-creation, that co-creation. That's process. actually really cool at the concept. Um, I don't know if I've uh, I don't know if I've uh, thought of that one before. Uh, that's that's so cool though. Yeah, it's mind kind of mind expanding kind of a concept. Yeah, it? no, it really is. Like having having that third party in in the space. Mm -hmm. Um it's yeah, it's it's quite something. Um and, and being again, like so having a group of people because again, going back to the beginning, like we all are born into groups, right? Yeah, little family, group of family, group bigger groups friends. of community, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. large group of the, the country or, or the society, yeah. capitalism, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it is, you know, and the, sort of the whole, what are all the assumptions that those groups have? And I think that's part of our evolution. Like, in order to survive as human beings, we weren't the biggest animal around. No. We weren't the fastest no animal around. We didn't have claws. Our teeth are kind of small, yeah. you know. So I guess you'd say we developed this this uh, brain thing. That kind of was our niche, right? Mm -hmm. We developed this brain, but we, in order to survive, at least the way I imagine it, we needed each other. We needed to have little packs to hunt in, yeah. so we could bring down that big old thing by there's six of us, and you go run over there and lead it here, and we'll surprise it with the spears or whatever. We had yeah. to be able to kind of plan some things out. Mm -hmm. This wasn't like me go wrestle tiger and defeat him with Big my and and giant arms. Yeah, it wasn't like that. We had to be more cooperative. Yes, very and much. And so this whole survival thing that I think came about as a group, I think that's one of the things that is the most fascinating about being a human being. I would say so too. When we get into groups, I think there are all kinds of layers in our nervous systems that can get activated about... Mm -hmm. Hey, am I? Do I belong in this group? Am I okay? Are they gonna kick me out if I'm too Mortar. weird? Are they gonna kick yeah. me out, right? Are they gonna think yeah, that yeah, I'm not Is there a hierarchy, and where yeah. do I fit into the yeah. hierarchy? And constantly, yeah. all that stuff goes on, and so I find it fascinating now to to bring groups of people together, and I've been doing this for a few years, where I really have been organizing improvisational groups, movement improv groups, movement and voice improv groups, more musical. Yeah. vocal, improv, kind of di somewhat different focus, but it's all this idea of um, we're kind of wired up to create something together and to collaborate at some level and what are the, what are the things that get in the way of that? You know, what are the fears or what are the blocks in mm -hmm. ourselves that get in the way of being co-creative with a group? Yeah, yeah. Um, what are those? The, I think some of it is the the pressure that we have to make sure we don't don't stand out too much from the group, mm -hmm. like that, you know, like as a lone wolf human, you probably didn't survive as well as if you were part of the pack oh, yeah. or the whatever they call you it. You need that social muscle a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You need that sense of like coordination and belonging, and hey, you know, if I if I didn't find anything forging today, maybe my buddy did, and they'll share it. You know, so we got to we got to make sure, we got buddies, we got a little, yeah, I'll share some of this with you today, maybe you share some with me tomorrow, yeah, you, know, yeah. you tell me where the hunting's good, when you figure it out, I'll tell you where and I figure it out, keep each other alive, right? And, and yeah, collaborative. That, you know, so important, um, 
and that that I've I've, I've actually uh, I haven't read, but I've I've seen some you know, documentaries and stuff that talk about our ancient ancestors, and they do. They say that like without that we wouldn't have survived. It, it was yeah. so important to yeah. us um, because you know not to get too Promethean, but like you know the only thing we had was our intellect, like you were saying. Yeah. You know that that was pretty much it. I mean the you know social intellect and the, our uh, social connection. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, and without that. It would just be some soft humans, which we, I mean, we are, we're just And an individual humans. soft human out there amongst all those animals that are stronger, bigger, and faster. Yeah, I don't know how you survive alone, man. That's no. tough. And we have this really interesting, I was just thinking about this today before you arrived, because mm-hmm. I, knowing we were going to talk about improv, I found myself having all these, like, ideas about improv. And, you know, as a... As a young man, I remember growing up with the image that kind of the ultimate cool thing to be was like a musical genius or something like mm-hmm. a Mozart. Yeah. And Mozart is kind of an image for me of like the individual genius guy who as a kid was already thinking up, well, I don't know, symphonies by mm-hmm. age seven or eight or he wrote an opera or something crazy by seven or eight, right? Yeah, Some he crazy was a prodigy. Like he was a total prodigy and kind of a freak. Frankly, yeah. there's not very many Mozarts. That's like a no. way out of the bell curve kind of human to make as your ideal. To be that right? young to be that phenomenal. And to have it happening kind of all in your own head. Like he wasn't like collaborating with other people. He just had this brain that could generate really complex structures. And then he learned how to write them down and he could like give the music to like 20 adults and they like, and it would sound like what he had in mind. Very wow. few of us can do that, you know? That's, that's that unique kind of lone... It's not so much about this co-creation thing. And I think my, that was kind of like a, the, the image of, oh yeah, you have to be an individual who has this unique um, ability that sets you above the crowd, that somehow that was the ideal for me for a while. Mm. And then after I started getting together with other people... And, and being part of a group that not was dysfunctional so much, but was creative, because yeah. I started getting into the dance world when I was in my early 20s. Oh, nice. And there was like, you know, you, it was a very collaborative realm. You know, you, you, you needed each other, you worked with each other. And when I got a taste of that, I thought, oh, well, actually, this is like an alternative vision of what really cool thing could happen when you're co-creating. Yeah. It's not the Mozart, I'm the solo genius, everybody look up to me, now, therefore you won't kick me out of the tribe because I'll have like this... I'm so valuable. I'm so valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make myself invaluable and then I'll feel safe or something. Yeah. You know, it was like kind of a fantasy resolution of the fear of like, maybe I don't really fit in at all. And yeah, I think so. They're going to find out I'm a freak inside. Oh, fuck. I can so relate oh, to fuck. that too. Yes, I do. <laughs> You all can too, right? Uh, yeah, I would definitely people say can that. relate to that. Like, can definitely relate to that. I have so many clients that come in and they have the imposter syndrome, we call it. Oh, yes, where the they, they think they're not good enough, right? They think they're not good enough. They think everybody else is at a certain level and that they're not. <laughs> and that their great fear is that people will going to notice, you don't really, you're not like us, you dude. Get out, go off on your own, go survive without a job. Oh, go God. off in the forest by yourself. Yes. And, that, and that was death, I think, 
long ago evolution oh, yes. like that was your end man yeah. if the tribe yeah. turned their back on you you won't you die yeah. Yeah. it's a soft soft human i mean there's no way to do that on your own like yeah. maybe for a little bit and maybe maybe for some like big neanderthal motherfucker but yeah like, <laughs> for a while yeah. a few people could probably let us that's not a good life for a human we need the social connection. So important, yeah, that interconnectedness, right? Yeah. I yeah. think that's part of self-actualization, too. It's just this, like, well, I recognize how I've been influenced by my life and my history and my culture, but I recognize also that I'm part of this thing. And maybe I do feel like I'm differently wired up than most people. Uh, neurodiversity is a cool word, right? Yeah, neurodiversity because cool, yeah. it's That's sort of being inclusive. It's saying you don't have to think and act the same way as everybody else. There's room for this whole ecology of different talents and different ways of seeing things. Yeah. And that's what I think uh, improvisation kind of takes that as a strength and says, yeah, let's do it. Let's let you're going to bring this element in this time. Cool. We're going to like work with that. We're not going to say bad element. Go away. That's weird. That's too weirdo. weirdo. That sound was not okay. <laughs> Never make that sound again. <laughs> right? Oh uh, it's like, oh, no, 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 man. Let's go with that. Let's, uh, yeah, let's all make that. Like, <laughs> See what we create together. Oh, we're like a group of chimpanzees. Like, we're running. You know? <laughs> yeah, you are really good at both. <laughs> I love I mean, uh, it's and so much fun. It is, uh, you know, when you brought me into that uh, that circle. I think I went twice with you at that uh, that place in Fremont. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. And um, that I mean, circle that song. Circle song. Oh, I can almost think of the guy that invented circle song, Bobby McFerrin. Bobby McFerrin. Okay, okay. Uh, you know Bobby McFerrin? Have you heard his name? No, no. I just uh, I was just saying to the audience. You <laughs> would, you would love. I mean, y'all would love. Check out Bobby McFerrin on YouTube or whatever. Okay. He is this vocal improviser who is so amazing. And his he was like an individual talent that was so off the, the bell curve, like four standard deviations or whatever, <laughs> like with his particular gifts. Yeah, yeah. He could do a solo career, but he ended up after a while, and he did that like as a just a talented musical guy. Mm-hmm. But after a while, he sort of looked and said, I really want to create community with sound. I want people to vocalized together and so he created these circles and and taught it all around the country and probably other countries too internationally no doubt like let's come together and see what we create and how we connect and 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 create something bigger than any individual could do yeah yeah that makes some pyramids i think he's a more self-actualized musician in my mind because he was able to let go and and, let go and and say it's not just my ego achieving i am great (laughs) It's like okay, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's nice. I can I can make a living, but now what? You know, what's what's more like? Uh, what's more beneficial to the the bigger world? Yeah, and I mean it kind of ties into the therapy a little bit too, psychotherapy, because you're you're drawing that out of people, right? Because you're 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 like a guide in a way, but you're not. You're not saying like okay, well, this is the prescription for this. You're just kind of rorschaching. You're you're letting them. Bring that you're, you're bringing yeah. out of them, and and I mean I'm sure that's quite an amazing thing. With, like with improv, you have all these. So <laughs> you have what three drums, and then this. Uh, what is this kind of called? Man, I'm so bad at names. This is a uh, what is this thing called? 
It's a uh, cajon. Okay. It's a cajon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God it was written on the back because I couldn't fucking remember. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a cajon. It's a cool thing because you uh, actually sit on this one, right? Okay. It's a big box and it's hollow inside and it's got... It's got some kind of vibration thing kind of like tacked inside, or... like a snare-like okay, thing. Okay. That's all that sounds like. Here's the ring too that you're using. Yeah, and it's kind of got different tones in different places, and I'm not like an expert at playing it, but oh, it's yeah, got kind of a nice, wow. different kind of feel, and then. Yeah, traditional ringing resonance yeah yeah, yeah. yeah almost bell like tone you can just snap into djembe did we say the name of that's a djembe i don't think we did um, i think now i just remembered it's a djembe 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 from ghana and i just got it re uh headed because the the goat skin eventually dries up oh so, so they removed the goat skin yeah it, it you on. know i was sitting around this is interesting hmm? sitting around the living room the djembe was in the corner and all of a sudden, I heard this big boom sound in the living room, alone. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, it's a poltergeist <laughs> in the drum or something. And I looked over and this thing had popped and peeled back. And it oh, just wow. like practically exploded. Finally reached whatever... It's, it's, uh, whatever, it's elasticity had gone beyond whatever. And... Uh, yeah, so I just had that one with a different goat skin put on, so apparently there are different qualities of goat skin. Oh, yeah, it does feel new. Yeah. Poor goat, but you know, I guess it's hey, we don't yeah. need I mean, skin anymore. I'm an omnivore. I eat, <laughs> and I eat vegetables and okay, fruits. And, yeah. We do have that relationship to other critters. Uh, and, they, and they do to us, too. Like, they if we were in the wild, they would eat us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you know who wins it all in the end? The worms, man. They get us all. <laughs> the microbes win. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. The microbes win in the end. It's such a circle. They'll be here when we're long gone. I was actually reading about uh, Faraday, you know, um, one of the people that were early electricity magnetism. magnetic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah what, do, what do these have to say? I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I remember the name, but. Yeah, well, I guess, uh, you know, as in his apprenticeship and when he was kind of trying to step into his own, he. Uh, him and Davies or something like that was trying to uh Ooh, 55, yeah, bro. got a little bit uh, you're trying to leave at uh, 10.30 right or, or yeah and I just have then? to do a few things okay, so yeah, we'll, maybe we got 10 minutes okay cool yeah yeah, yeah definitely um, I mean, and he, we could he go on for hours clearly I know but you, yeah, we <laughs> well that's why we're gonna have to do this again, have to do it again. If, if you're willing to yeah. I would love to um, and uh, yeah no, he just said there was like this cyclical thing and it was like a very um, not seen in science before and then they did some experiment to to prove that that's how electricity magnetism worked. I, I can't remember the details, Faraday, but yeah. Yeah. where when did Faraday live? What is that? Eighteen oh nine, I think, is when he was born. Um, something he was in the eighteen hundreds. Um, eighteen oh nine, so like eighteen. Maybe he was actually born in the seventeen or uh, late seventeen hundreds. Um, but yeah, in, in that in that time, pre-industrial, you know, when they're yeah. all inventing yeah. cool stuff. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I was reading this yeah, book called science Master. was just like go, getting, gathering momentum, like, you know, mm. science, we can figure stuff out, how it works, you know? Yeah. Oh that's such God. an amazingly yeah. exciting thing. It is. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, these instruments are kind of a creation of science in a way, too. 
Though some of these are like, you know, I mean, this, I wonder when the first djembe got invented, right? I mean, that must go back. Ooh, who who made that. the first drum? <laughs> who was the first humanoid that said, wow, that's kind of cool. Everybody come here. Let's get, Let's get that rhythm. Hey, look, we're bobbing our heads together. Uh, and that's so interesting about music, too, because there's that synch synchronicity, that, that in-sync kind of thing that happens yeah, with people, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're all just... You do get you know, a rhythm going, a group rhythm. Yeah, and other... That must be so. part of, like, I would imagine that's... That we all feel that is kind of like a a way to feel united, or like we're we're one with each other, if we're yeah. one with the rhythm, right? Yeah. It's, you, I mean, Definitely. you still, you see that in big concerts. People are all like swaying, mm -hmm. and where else in life do like 10,000 people sway together? That's a really good That point. does not happen any know. other way except through music, I mean. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's very true, and it's such a, yeah, it's, it's to bring people together in such an amazing way. And, and that's what's so cool about improv. And all right, before we close, I would love to just talk a little bit about your your improv projects, things that you've been doing um, in projects. the past, yeah. lately, anything coming up. Gosh, I just closed out yesterday a group that's been going for four years. Wow. We were meeting pretty much every other Friday afternoon for two hours for four years, and that was a that was a hard group to keep together. It's like it takes some energy to keep a, a group going like that. We were doing. Yeah. Four years. Dance, but then we really quickly, I mean, really from the beginning, we brought voice into it too. Mm -hmm. And this was more like then, it would probably look from the outside more like weird theater improv in a sense. Okay. Because like with our voice, somebody might have a thought like, you know, about Sigmund Freud or something, you know, and start singing, a, making up a song about Sigmund Freud. And yeah. somebody else would jump in and be Sigmund Freud's weirdest client and, and we'd be moving and like making this like little weird opera about Sigmund Freud's theories or something you know? <laughs> it was a group of therapists who, who were improvisers so it was a unique oh, okay. combination so there that was is, that is more of that tendency there's not as many of those as I would think there should be but you know there were like about five of us at any given time maybe you can be Seattle. the catalyst for that you know like that flame on other asses yeah maybe so so that, that one we just wrapped up just because people's lives have kind of gotten busy and going into training programs here and there and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. this, this vocal improv group that I want you to participate in if you yeah. can, oh, definitely. That's, that's an up and coming thing. And I could, I could imagine, I'm, I'm interested in putting some energy into sustaining that over time because yeah. that just feels, uh, again, uh, it just brings me a lot of joy. You know, it just brings me a lot of joy. When you find something brings you joy in this world, you gotta latch yeah. on to it, baby. Yeah, you can't yeah, just right. like, eh, well, that's too hard. <laughs> you know, it takes too a lot much of work. work. I can't, too much I can't, work. Yeah. I just watch TV, man. That TV's so much easier. Uh, but you know, cool. I don't get a hell of a lot of joy from TV anymore. So, <laughs> if I ever did, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I think that I think TV it. was my alcohol as a kid. You know, <laughs> instead of being a drunk, I yeah. just watch TV. I think a lot of people, you know, the youth, I think, definitely is, is very addicted to that stuff these days. Screens, well, that's a whole other podcast. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, we can't, we can't get into humans it Humans interacting with screens, how's that going to change gear, our... Black right? Our, yeah, 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 right, right. How's that going to change our wiring over time? I, I have a question for you. Is, oh, yeah. I thought, yeah. if, okay, imagine I've invented a time machine, mm -hmm. okay? I have a time travel machine, okay. and I can offer you one trip, okay? Now, it can only be one trip... You can either go to the future and come back, 
where you can go to the past and come back. You can't do both because it, it alters your DNA a little bit and you'll just like melt into a, like a pile of you know, electrons or something if you do too. Okay. What do you choose? Do you go to the past to check something out to witness it or do you go to the future to check something out and bring that knowledge back here? What so do you do? I don't have a choice to change anything. So I can't interact with my own life. Uh, you can't change the past to the future, but you can bring the knowledge okay. to the present. I see. Which would you go to, the future or the past? <laughs> um, can't do both. I think, I think I would go to the past because the future is going to be very interesting, but there's there's a lot of things that I'd like to know. I don't know exactly where. I'd have to, like, probably have to take, like, at least a year to think about, like, where and when, sure. you know, yeah, in the past, yeah, yeah. like something that I'm like, okay, I really want to know this thing. Yeah. Because um, in the future, same thing. Pop to mind is about like, oh man, wouldn't it be interesting I'm to be there? Socrates a lot right now. Oh, okay, you know, Socrates. So, yes, yeah, so like maybe just listen in on one of his little lectures wouldn't with that his, be his awesome. people. Yeah, just hear what it, hear what he's actually saying. You might saying. have to train up on your Greek first, Probably so you know lot. what the hell yeah, they're talking about. I don't <laughs> even know any Greek. Unless so. you bring your Google Translator yeah. with you, maybe just, and just record it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. If I could record it and then have some some person translate it, yeah. that would be amazing. But yeah, I, I don't know. What, what about you? I thought of the past too. I was thinking, I don't know if I want to know the future. But what if I go a hundred years in the future and it's just a scarred planet? There's no life left. Yeah. The, the book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in the time machine, I'm like. Fuck, do I really want to know this is the future? Does this do me any good? Do oh, I go God. back and tell everybody, we're doomed, we're fuck fucked. it. We're fucked. Just so don't fucked. worry about it. Just drink more yeah. and just like, you know. Be reckless. Stop the morals. Get, buy it. some uh, more guns and, yeah, you know, fuck it. There's crazy. nothing to live for. I don't want to know that, really. So I would go to the past. I would choose the past. I mean, the only thing I could see helpful about the future is if you were... Basically going to check out the stock market two years down the road. <laughs> Write down the name of a really good idea. Good and come back and invest your asset. Or something. That's yeah. the only thing I could see helpful about that. But the past is fascinating to me. I am so, like, what was, what was going on? What was it really like to be a part of that civilization? How did it feel to be part of that culture that's so different from now? Yeah, or is when, it different you know, too? Observing yeah. the, the evolution of human life. Hey, if I could like dial it to like who did play that first drum, I would love to see that scene unfold in front of me. The like, first drummer oh. or something, right? Or whatever it was, the first vocalist. It makes me, yeah. Uh, I mean, that would be quite amazing. You know, Two hundred thousand years ago, something yeah, like that. Yeah, some yeah. wild, wild time it was. Something that's that's just my. I I just thought of that today because I thought. Well, that's a really cool yeah. question. I mean, it's I, a great question. Do, do you do that in improvs, like when you start the improv things, or for the sing, singing and drumming circles? It's a cool thing to kind of bring up, like, well, what would you want to, what would you want to see? Like you brought up Socrates, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is it about Socrates? What do you imagine about Socrates? Then I'd ask somebody, okay, how, what energy do you feel when you think about Socrates? Yeah. Do you get kind of juice flow into, you know, where you feel it, and then that's like a starting point for right now, a lot of things. like having a little dance of that, what if you move that energy a little bigger that you feel oh, when yeah. you like think about Socrates, does he want to make circles, is it questioning, like, very questioning, yeah, yeah curious, yeah. And yeah, yeah, the curiosity piece, curiosity is a great human quality, right, it is, curiosity, yeah. it's dangerous, and yet it's, it's our, one of our greatest assets in a lot of ways, totally is, and the more curiosity I think we can bring to our world, the more likely we are to actually experience life. 
I mean, yeah. it's the op what's yeah. the opposite of curiosity? Is almost like certainty. Like I know everything already. I f it's a dog eat dog which world. Is, That's all you need to know. Why? Which is like ignorance <laughs> too at the same time. It is. Yeah. Because you're locked into your one story, and therefore you don't need to be curious about anything. Uh, if it doesn't fit in the story, maybe you don't even notice it, right? We have that per yeah. propensity as humans, like. Yeah. Anyway, go on and on. Yeah. No, right, no. We have to wrap. Thought, yeah, we, we have to wrap really up. Okay. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you for coming I'm on. I'm doing this. this is, is there awesome, anything else you want to plug that we can put in the show notes or uh, description? Improvise. Find some people. Find some friends. Get some jamming going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dial me up if you want to. Well, I don't quite give out my number. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, but if you know somebody who knows somebody, you know, yeah, come through to the, find you know, a find circle. a circle song in your community. You know, mm -hmm. the Bobby McFerrin yeah. stuff. It's so cool to just vocalize with a group of people mm -hmm. and people you don't know. You end up sharing something and you feel connected with in yes. a way you wouldn't just pass it on the street. Like good yeah, or, 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 yeah. yeah, awesome. That's, well, um, that's it. Pretty much at this moment. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. Well, this has been awesome. Uh, Michael Clausen, this has been the uh, Monolink Frequency. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Signing off.